Hello, friends and neighbors. We made it to Friday. Welcome into the Y'all Show with your host, John Rawl. This is the show about the South, and we're glad you've tuned us in. And we're going to have an exciting Friday concluding the week with good coverage of all things Southern. We'll have our Friday free for y'all, and it'll be a historic free for all in hour two, as this week marks the 50th anniversary of John R. Cash topping the charts with Folsom Prison Blues, the re-release of his song that he did at the prison in California. And we'll have a tribute to Johnny Cash's song and tell you a little bit more of the backstory of Johnny Cash and how he got going and some of the band members that he had back in the early 50s and 60s when he was playing music and starting his career off. So the man in black, he's going to be saluted in hour two alongside David Lee Murphy, of course, who we often have on the program on Fridays. So that's in the Friday free for y'all, our montage of great music to get us going for the weekend. Also, we'll have our hashtag Hullabaloo, and we always have a fun time going through the social media world and finding those little gems out there, those things that just need to be brought up to more and more people. We'll have that in an hour or two, plus we'll get out of here this week with a look at what's going on in Major League Baseball. And before we get out of here, we'll have a look at the brand new movies coming out. Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible, the latest in that installment will be coming out today, and we'll tell you all about it. Plus, we'll have from Dixie with Love as we wrap up this show. But in this hour on the Y'all program, we're going to rewind to our interview earlier in the week with Jim Galloway of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. They had a, a bizarre race for governor on the Republican side in the state of Georgia this past this week, and we'll talk about it with Jim Galloway. We'll go back to our interview from earlier in the week with with Jim as he was our guest on Monday and he's got some interesting things to pass along about what happened in Georgia that week that for that race as well as the other embarrassing moment for Georgia politics this week we'll try to get all of that here in hour one plus we'll be looking at the American Athletic Conference they had their media days in Providence Rhode Island this week and we're going to go in in just a few minutes and hear from the head coach of the Memphis Tigers, Mike Norvell. Plus, we'll hear from Navy's head coach, Ken Niamatotolo, and Sonny Dykes, the new head coach of the SMU Mustangs. Those three coaches were at the AAC Media Days, and we'll talk about all of the programs. Plus, we'll be going through the AAC preseason media poll. Remember last year, UCF won the conference in a championship game over the Memphis Tigers and went on to have an undefeated season, knocking off Auburn in the Peach Bowl. Well, they just had their media days this week. We'll give the AAC a little love in just a few minutes here on the program. And we start our headlines across the South today with Roswell, Georgia, just north of Atlanta. Did you see recently the body cam video of the police officers there who were arresting a woman and decided to do a coin flip. Well, it turns out that both officers, Courtney Brown and Christy Wilson, were terminated yesterday after an internal investigation by the Roswell Police Department. Yeah, they used a coin flip on a woman during a traffic stop back in April, and it was it was kind of comical, but you, this is the kind of coin flip and the kind of stop you see for something minor. And they were just kind of joking around, I assume. 
when they arrested Sarah Webb, but they ended up arresting Sarah Webb. They didn't let her go. They took her in, and the body camera, the body camera footage spoke for itself, and it just was, it was very unprofessional, to say the least, of what happened in Roswell with these two police, police women, the women in blue there, just absolutely embarrassing everybody. If you're gonna if you're gonna play around, at least let the person free, okay? And that's not what happened. I forgot what they re- arrested Webb for, but they just didn't do themselves any justice, especially by having film of all of that being captured. Floridian Michael Waters stole the IDs of a Backstreet Boys member, a couple of Major League Baseball stars, and an NBA coach. Officials say Waters pretended to be Backstreet Boys member Howie Durow, ex-Major League Baseball star Johnny Damon, and former Orlando Magic head coach Scott Skiles, among many others, in, an or, in order to scam them all out of money and for the thrill of it all. Waters, who's 48 years old, was arrested over the weekend and charged with 22 counts of fraud for using the identification of another person without consent. He was placed on $220,000 bond. What a combination of sports stars and a Backstreet Boy member. Michael Waters now in the Hooskow as a result of stealing the identity of those celebs. To Kentucky and overdose deaths in the Commonwealth of Kentucky have jumped to 11.5%. And this is quite an increase. A new report from the Kentucky Office of Drug Control Policy says 1,565 people died from drug overdoses in 2017, an 11.5 increase from 2016. Kentucky overdose deaths have increased by more than 40% since 2013. Opioids are the main culprit in most of the deaths. Nationally, opioids accounted for more than 42,000 deaths in the year 2016. Again, part of our absolute embarrassing crisis going on with drug overdoses across the entire country in the South is getting its fair share of deaths and too many good people getting on drugs and as a result overdosing and dying way too young in most cases. And Kentucky is getting that bad news this week. Now to Tennessee and a man has been charged with threatening Tennessee Congresswoman Diane Black, who is now running for the governor of Tennessee. The indictment against Clifton Ward was filed June 26 in the U.S. District Court in Chattanooga. It says Ward threatened to assault and kill Congresswoman Black. Black told Fox News that the man left her voicemails and that his arrest makes her family feel better. She said she couldn't discuss the details of the calls. Yeah. She's been a big supporter of Donald Trump, and I don't know what may have led Clifton Ward off the deep end to threaten her, but yeah, Diane Black currently in a big race for governor of Tennessee. She's leaving Congress. The primary for the state of Tennessee is August 2nd. We'll have a lot more on the Tuesday, y'all, of the Republican primary in Tennessee and the primary in general going on in the volunteer state. That is the next southern state to have a big primary and maybe the last southern state. I haven't looked at all the the calendars for all the states, but I, I'm pretty sure we're about out of states having primaries and, and people in Tennessee are ready for this one to get behind them because it has been 
all over the news and all over the, the area. You can't go anywhere in Tennessee without seeing something about this upcoming August 2nd primary. Now to the Houston area, and police say two men faced charges after a 16-year-old girl was fatally shot as she and one of the suspects allegedly played with a gun while taking selfies at a Houston area apartment. The teen died at the scene. Police believe the juvenile and man were taking selfies and playing with the handgun when it discharged. That's that's bad there. So many of these youngsters love to take these pictures, and I don't. I guess somebody decided that using a gun in a selfie would be a good idea. And here, it ended up to be fatal. A fatal decision. Just bad news there. In North Carolina, the former head of the University of North Carolina system died this week. Now. Clemmy Spangler was known for a lot of things, including as a billionaire. His estimated worth was $4.2 billion, and he was the head of National Gypsum, which was a big company that helped in the home construction market. And on the Forbes 2016 list of the world's billionaires, he ranked at 722. He was president of the UNC system from 1986 to 97. He lived in Charlotte, where he also was very instrumental in the early stages of the North Carolina National Bank, which is now part of the Bank of America, and just a, a big philanthropist in Charlotte and the state of North Carolina. Clemmy Spangler, Clemmy Dixon Spangler Jr., C.D. Spangler, dies at the age of 86 this week in the Old North State. Coca-Cola is raising prices, and they blame the Donald Trump tariffs for it. At a meeting of stockholders this week in Atlanta, the company announced its increases in prices, and the CEO, James Quincy, said on CNBC, the general cost inputs, the tariffs on the metals, is one of the many factors that caused us to go out in the middle of the year with our bottling partners and announce the price increase, which is pretty unusual but it was the right thing to do for the business for the long term. It's not clear what the final cost of Coke products will be. Retailers set that price. Okay, so this all sounds terrible, Coca-Cola, Atlanta-based Coca-Cola, which I'm a big fan of, and I'm sure many of you are as well, and all their byproducts, including Fanta and Sprite. But here's, here's, here's the problem, Coke. Coca-Cola reported a second quarter net income income of $2.32 billion. And here they are raising prices, blaming Donald Trump. But they had a net income of over $2 billion in the second quarter. Mm, must be nice. I should have invented Coca-Cola. I'll settle for Pepsi-Cola. A taste Born in the Carolinas. I think it's from Newburn, North Carolina, where Pepsi-Cola was invented. So both of our major soft drinks are Southern. See? There you go. Lift your head high. We are the home of both Coke and Pepsi. And in hash, hashtag hullabaloo, Texans are very proud of something they invented. And we'll tell you about that coming up in hour two. The Commonwealth of Virginia has picked a consultant to help boost its chances of becoming the East Coast hub of the offshore wind industry. The governor of Virginia announced Wednesday that the State Department of Mines, Minerals, and Energy had picked BVG Associates as its advisor. The company is tasked with developing a plan to make 
Virginia more attractive to offshore wind supplies, chain, and service industries. Yeah, have you seen that? That's a that's kind of a growing thing in Europe, these wind farms. And I've seen them when I've gone up to Chicago. You'll see them in Illinois a good bit and toward, toward Chicago. But in the south, I haven't seen too many offshore wind mills or even on land. The wind industry isn't as big in this part of the world. But Virginia is trying to jump out there and get ahead of the game, get the wind direction blowing in their direction. And the governor of Virginia is behind that. Walt Disney World is going to get rid of plastic straws and stirs by the year of 2019, by next year. The company said Thursday that it will eliminate single-use plastic straws and plastic stirrers from most of its parks, joining a growing number of businesses that are ditching plastic straws in an effort to reduce plastic waste polluting the oceans. All parks except for Disney Tokyo are included in the plan. It's going to reduce 175 million straws and 13 million stirrers annually. Okay, you just never know. I guess it's a good thing, but I love a straw. And I, I know most of you probably enjoy a good drink with a good straw. Especially when you're walking around a theme park like Walt Disney World. I don't know what may be created. Maybe they can come up with some kind of paper straw that is better for the environment. But, yeah, I just don't like straws that often have a smell or taste to them. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think McDonald's straws are guilty of that. They have a certain aroma that is very noticeable. I guess you, your nose has got to be right there on the straw, but if you, you, you probably know what I'm talking about. Starbucks had already announced that it's going to phase out plastic straws by 2020, and McDonald's said it would bland plastic straws in Britain and Ireland, but not in America. So we can keep, keep up our McDonald's smelly straws. <laughs> I'm telling you, I don't think I'm wrong on that. I think they do have a little bit of an odor, and it's not—it's not bad. It's not bad, McDonald's. It's just—it's just—it's just noticeable. Hey, Alabama fans, you're going to have a new person in the broadcast booth this fall, as former quarterback John Parker Wilson will be joining the University of Alabama radio broadcast booth for Crimson Tide football games. He's going to join Eli Gold in the booth, calling games starting this season. Also, Alabama will have Rashad Johnson on the sideline during game broadcast. Johnson's just retired from the NFL, former Alabama player, and he'll be on the sideline. And then John Parker Wilson and legendary voice Eli Gold will be in the, go in the booth on a great broadcast. Alabama does a fantastic job broadcasting their radio play-by-play, -play. unlike a lot of schools out there who just do an average job. Alabama, now I'm telling you, and I'm no Alabama homer, but they, they do a very good job if you live, and they, they've got stations all over the South that carry Crimson Tide football. Wilson takes the place of Phil Savage in the radio booth. Savage was a replacement for the legendary Ken Stabler when he was in the booth with Eli Gold for a long time. Also, Johnson, down on the sideline, takes the role occupied by Chris Stewart the last few seasons. Stewart is going to remain in the broadcast, but he will be doing sort of a pregame and halftime show on the Crimson Tide Radio Network. Stewart's had some health problems of late, and I assume that's part of the reason 
for his change on Alabama football. And that'll be up and going. Alabama's first game of the 2018 season is in Orlando against the Louisville Cardinals on Labor Day weekend. So if you're a Tide fan, good news there. And if you're a fan of any other college football team, hey, we're only about five weeks away from the start of college football season. Not, not bad. To Arkansas, and this is a great story coming from Pangburn, Arkansas, nearly seven decades after a man was in high school. He's finally getting his high school diploma. Yeah, what a great story for Jack Lewis. As Lewis was at the high school in the early 50s, but had to leave to go serve in Korea. And he came back from the war, and he had a, he's had a good life. And he has been a local magistrate in Arkansas. So, And he was also a deputy prosecutor for several years in Van Buren County. But he was uh, just, I mean, he was a judge for 21 years. But he never got his high school diploma. And now the Pangburn School District is going to let him graduate. He's getting his diploma and a nice highlight for this man after 67 years without his high school diploma. Not bad. Way to go in the state of Arkansas, Jack Lewis, for getting that diploma. Never too late. And if you've not finished high school, I guess you can always get that GED and move on and always have that. You know, I've always thought that having degrees were important for a lot of reasons, but one of which was that they would look nice in your obituary. And I have an undergrad degree and a master's degree. Man, my obituary is going to look great, right? Well, actually, I found out as a newspaper publisher that most people don't put that stuff in an obituary anymore because it costs money. And I know that when I die, nobody's going to pay extra money for me. So frankly, my education may be a complete wash. I did all this for nothing. But, yeah, it is, it is important to get a good education. But I'm telling you, if you're one of those people who wanted to go get a bunch of degrees and have a really nice obituary, chances are you're going to have to pay a lot of money for that. And I don't, I don't think it's worth it, especially if you're not even going to be able to read it. <laughs> and I don't think I'll be able to read my obit. I promise you. This is the Y'all Show. When we come back, we're going to switch over to some college football talk. We'll have a spotlight on the American Athletic Conference. They just had their media days this week in the college football hotbed of Providence, Rhode Island. Yeah, how about that one? We're going to have audio from the head coaches of the Memphis Tigers, the Navy Midshipmen, and the SMU Mustangs. We've got their comments coming up next, plus we'll look at the preseason poll for the AAC. Later this hour, we'll be talking about the race that happened in the state of Georgia this week as Jim Galloway of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution will have a rewind to his interview earlier in the week where he talked about the wild race going on in Georgia. And then we've got much more of the Y'all Show in hour two. So hang on where you are. This is Y'all with John Rawl. Ah, the sounds of summer. And this is the sound of summer skin being scratched because of the itching and irritation of what the season can bring. You need the fast relief of Cortisone 10 Intensive Healing Anti-Itch Cream. Unlike regular lotions, Cortisone 10 relieves itch and irritation with 1% hydrocortisone, the strongest non-prescription itch medicine, plus seven healing moisturizers. Cortisone 10 makes summer sound fun again. Cortisone 10. Feel the heal. Use as directed. 
There's never been a better time to try our Sprint network. We have to find a way to tell everyone. Atlas is here to help. Because now we have our new Unlimited Plus plan. It has Hulu and all the TV and movies you love. Title Premium, Music Streaming, 15 gigabytes mobile hotspot, and Full HD. All on the network built for Unlimited at the best price. Exactly. We need to shout this deal from the rooftops. You got it. Atlas, I didn't mean literally. Sprint's new Unlimited Plus plan. Best deal ever. Switch to Sprint's Unlimited Plus plan for just $42 per line. But hurry, for a limited time, it's now $22 per line when you bring or buy your own phones. Visit a Sprint store, sprint.com slash unlimited, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1. Price with $5 per month auto pay discount. One Hulu limited commercials plan per Sprint account. Features differ. Offer coverage not available everywhere. Excludes taxes, fees, and roaming. Requires new line subject to credit. Third dollar activation fee speed. Maximums use rules and restrictions apply. And we're back on Y'all with John Rawl. Our number is 803-816-1170. We encourage you to call, text, get somebody else to call or text us, whatever it takes. We want to hear from y'all, 803-816-1170, and share with us your thoughts, your suggestions, comments, praise, criticism, anything you want. We'll take it right here on the y'all show well if you've listened to us last two weeks you've heard a lot of coaches talking you've heard every sec coach talk at sec football media days which happened last week in atlanta georgia you heard audio this week from some of the atlantic coast conference coaches the the dabo sweeney's of the world the willie taggarts at florida state and more you heard all that well here on y'all we love our big boys of college football sec primarily but we're going to give love to the ACC, and we are also going to give love to the other Southern conferences that have interesting football going on. We're talking about the AAC. We're talking from time to time the Conference USA, as well as maybe some Sun Belt love. Yeah, we got it for you, and we're not leaving out FCS schools too. Hey, Ohio Valley Conference, we're going to give you some from time from time to time love on the y'all show southern conference socon we love you too we'll give you some praise when you when you need it and of course other conferences out there that are of note so this is the program that you're going to get more than just sec football talk you'll get all of the conferences that have some kind of connection including the big 12 we heard from big 12 coaches this week on the y'all show now, we're not going to spend a lot of time on the Big Ten. We're not going to spend a lot of time on the Pac-12. But all those conferences that have a tie to Dixie, yes, you'll get some love on the Y'all Show. And the American Athletic Conference has a footprint in the Southeast with several schools, from the Houston Cougars to SMU, Tulane, Memphis, let's see, Tulsa, also the schools in Florida, South Florida, UCF, East Carolina, and even the Navy midshipmen, we claim them on the Y'all Show as being a Southern school. I'm probably leaving somebody else, and I apologize. But the AAC had its media days this week. They let the SEC and ACC go last week. Now, this week was their turn at the mic. 
And in Providence, Rhode Island is where all the coaches and players of that conference got together for a media event. And we're going to go now and listen to a few of the coaches from the American Athletic Conference talk. We're going to first start out with Mike Norvell of the Memphis Tigers. Memphis has had a very good run the last few years. They actually played for the conference championship last year and lost that to UCF. But they ended up going to the Liberty Bowl where they lost to Iowa State, but still a very good year for Memphis football. Been very good the last few years in the Bluff City if you're a fan of the U of M. Mike Norvell is the head coach in the Bluff City. We're going to hear now his thoughts as he talked to Mark Rogers TV, at Mark Rogers TV on Twitter. And we're going to have audio from Mark Rogers now talking to several coaches. He did a fantastic job, and we want to give him all the credit. But here are some audio between Mark Rogers and Memphis coach Mike Norvell. You know, anytime you go into a program, uh, it's 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 going to to match the personality of the head coach, and that's something that you know at at the end of the day, um, you know, coming into Memphis, you know, there 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 had been success. Uh, you know, you know, Coach Fuente did an amazing job in his last couple of years of of elevating the program, but you know, I, I also think sometimes going into that situation is really more challenging than trying to take over a place that had not seen any success because you have to do a better job of explaining your why things are going to be different there's there's for for you to operate at a high level you have to you know, unbelievably uh, uh, there's gonna be an unbelievable sense of uh, belief in what you're doing and what you're trying to accomplish for your program and your players and so being able to explain the why being able to, to see see those individuals grow uh, each and every day and buy into what you're asking them to do and then that's what's that's what's been so much fun for us at Memphis because we were able to sustain success and then from that you know continue to elevate where our program is uh, compared to where it was four or five years ago. And the other transition for you and, and the team is obviously your track records on the offensive side of the ball, um, most recently at Arizona State and at Pitt. Obviously, the entire team has to be bought in, and there has to be an emphasis on the defensive side to, to win at the level that you did last year. Uh, so just talk about making sure that uh, both sides of the football and all really all three phases are taken care of. Yeah, you know, I think it, it, there has to be there has to be a plan. It all has to work together. You know, last year uh, offensively, you know, we were able to play at an extremely high level, and and defensively, uh, you know, we had we had some adversity that hit. You know, we had six starters that went went out. Uh, you know, in our first five games of, of last season, um, you know, so we were we were forced to have to you know play some 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 younger guys, some guys that didn't have as much experience. Uh, you know that experience now will, I think, help propel us. You know, moving forward. But you know, even with that, you know, defensively last year we were one of the most impactful d defenses in the country. We had you know over 30 takeaways, one of the top five in the nation, uh, that helped provide opportunities for our offense to uh, to be successful. We had you know the number one special teams unit in in all of uh, you know the American Conference, and we've been able to do that for the last few years because you know as collectively as a team we know the importance of every phase, and so uh, that's something we take a great deal of pride uh, uh, in. And, you know, it goes from our coaches to our players and uh, you overall around the program. Concerning the personnel off uh, losses, especially on offense, uh, Anthony Miller uh, at the top of the list on down the line. Uh, how was the, the spring workouts and regarding to assessing that side of the ball and getting you prepared for what you need to do in the next month? 
Yeah, you know, it, it provides a new opportunity. And uh, I use, actually use Anthony as an example. You know, when I came to Memphis, uh, Yohia was actually the, the fourth leading receiver, uh, you know, on the, on the roster the year before. So I think he had five, maybe 600 yards total uh, to that point in his career. And, you know, he made the most of the opportunity that was given him. And, you know, two years and about 3,000 yards of receiving, you know, that, that showed up well, uh, you know, nationally and, you know, obviously for his future. But, uh, you know, now the opportunity moves to somebody else. And, it's going to take a lot of work, uh, you know, a lot of preparation. But uh, you know, I'm excited to see which individual uh, you know, separates themselves to show they can be the go-to guy. Sometimes, as a coach and you as an offensive coordinator, prior to this job, your nose is to the grindstone. You're working with your players, your system, your program, and maybe not necessarily uh, looking around the nation uh, to know what's out there. Uh, during the regular season, certainly. Uh, your thoughts about stepping into the American Conference and the level of play that you've seen from week to week? It's been incredible, and it's, uh, you know, I don't know if I've ever enjoyed coaching football more uh, than I do in, the, in this league and the, the opportunity that I have. Uh, it's so diverse, and you know, that's one of the things that you look at. You look at, you know, from the top down, it's such a competitive league. Uh, you know, all the schools are, are at a rapid, rapid uh, state of progression, and everybody's pushing. Everybody's uh, uh, you're working to do something, uh, you know, at, at, a, at a high level, and you know when you look at the the, the versatility of the the athletes, versatility of the schemes that you're gonna gonna have to go against. I mean, it's it's pretty it's pretty remarkable. So, uh, as a coach, that's what you, that's what you like like to be a part of. Go Tigers, go! Mike Norvell, head coach of the Memphis Tigers, visiting with Mark Rogers TV at AAC Media Days this week. Well, Mark Rogers also caught up with the head coach of the Navy Midshipmen. Ken Niamatatolo and the midshipmen, of course, if you, you go back two years, Navy played for the conference championship and they lost at home to Temple in 2016. Last year wasn't quite a good year. Of course, when you have a team like UCF literally go undefeated in the conference and the only team to not lose a single game in all of 2017, that makes for a, for a harder challenge for Navy. But yes, the United States Naval Academy has had a good run there the last few years. And the head coach of Navy spoke with Mark Rogers TV. Let's go hear that conversation now. Well, obviously it starts with the young men. Uh, the continuity of staff, our staff's been together for many years. Um, you know, we try to build off some of the intangibles that the academy emphasizes, teamwork, hard work, dedication. Um, it, it's the young men. We recruit great kids from around the country. And they come and worked hard and bought into our program. And, you know, we've been fortunate enough to win a few games. Have you ever measured how much time commitment you put into football versus what some of your competition does and, and some of those other responsibilities that you and your kids have and, and how you're able to maximize your time? A great question. And, you know, I have actually two sons that have played or one still playing at another Power 5 school. And, I know that our time that we have with our guys is not even close to other people. You know, you still have your 20 hours during the season, eight during the off season, eight hours during the season, uh, off season. But most of the time, guys spend around the football office. Most of the schools are around the football offices, and we don't see our kids. So we got to make sure that we're really efficient, make sure that our time is well spent. Um, and we don't, we recognize that they got other things pulling at them, so we don't. Uh, overtake their time. We know we have them for a short time. Get our work done. Get it. Get it. You know, be efficient and get them out of the building. 
2007, you stepped into the role. Uh, we see across the league a lot of churn, a lot of change in the coaching ranks because of the, the nature of where the conference is, and a lot of guys move on. That obviously not the case with you. Uh, the stability has to be a, a huge factor in the success. No doubt. I, I think just us being there for a long time, myself and our staff, we know what we're looking for. We know who we're recruiting. We know the time demands, you know, we know what works for us. So, you know, we're not having to reinvent the wheel. I think that definitely helps us. So you're two weeks away from another August camp. Your thoughts about this particular edition of Navy football, what you're looking at as a focus this uh, next month. Like, this is my 11th season, so I've been doing this for a while. I feel really good about this team. I just feel good about their work ethic, feel good about uh, their commitment in offseason. I love our leadership of our senior captains, Sean Williams and Anthony Gargiulo. Um, I just like our focus and, you know, what it, what that means, I don't know. But I, at this point, I really like what I see. Middies head football coach Ken Niamatotolo speaking with at Mark Rogers TV at AAC Media Days in Providence, Rhode Island. And Navy looks to get the ship righted in 2018 and get back to the AAC Conference Championship game, perhaps. And frankly, I'd like to see them give Notre Dame another run for the money. Remember when Navy beat them four or five years ago, first time in like 30, 40 years? It's time for their rival, Notre Dame. Yeah, that is a rivalry for Notre Dame is the Naval Academy. I'd like to see another win for the boys, the midshipmen in blue and gold. Sonny Dykes is a newcomer to the AAC. Remember, he was the head coach at, at Cal, and before that, he was at Louisiana Tech and did a great job in Ruston and got to go all the way out to the Pac-12 where he was the leader of the Bears for a few years. Don't really think he fit in that well. I mean, this is a guy from West Texas who played at Texas Tech. I think his dad was a coach at Texas Tech. And and here's a tall Texan in Berkeley, of all places, being the head coach. But he did have some success. I know they beat Ole Miss uh, the other year and just 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 couldn't quite get it done in a conference that really has not been great compared to other conferences like the SEC. Well, Dykes was let go, and now he is in Dallas, back in his native state, leading the SMU Mustangs after the Mustangs coach left Dallas for Fayetteville to take over the Hogs. Well, Dykes, good coach, and if he can have some of the success he had in Ruston and Big D, I think SMU will be back on track. Here's a visit now between Dykes and at Mark Rogers TV. Well, you know, I think for me, you know, I grew up in Texas and, uh, you know, started as a high school coach really in, in the Dallas area. And so, you know, it's home in a lot of ways. Um, and so when you when you go home and you're around an environment that you're comfortable with, I think it that, you know, it gives you a leg up. It really does. I mean, I had relationships with a lot of high school coaches, knew a lot of guys, knew the programs uh, to recruit, knew who, you know, who to contact in order to recruit those guys had a good sense of the kind of players we were going to get from certain programs. And so it allowed us to really, you know, jump in there the first year recruiting. You're, all, you're always scrambling when you take over a program. And, you know, it allowed us to make some good decisions and go find some really good football players. And so I felt like we had a lot of success with our first class. Um, you know, recruiting uh, this year is off to a great start. You know, we're we're almost done with our, with our recruiting class right now in terms of our commitments. And 
Um, and it, we have a really good class. And so, you know, college football is about two things. It's recruiting and player development. And so, you know, uh, when, you, when you're comfortable and you have a knowledge of your surroundings, then it really allows you to get off to a much faster start. Based on what your dad was able to accomplish and what you learned from him, uh, how much did you take from him that you still see in your approach and, and how much of it's maybe unique to some other stops and some other things that you've picked up or just unique to your own uh, vision? Well, you know, it's, it's interesting. Every time you go someplace, it's, you know, you have different strengths and you have different weaknesses. Every single school that you coach at, um, you know, there's, there's things that you think are going are gonna to be advantages and they end up being maybe not as advantageous as you thought. And there's some, you know, some deficits that you think that, that aren't as significant maybe as you thought before you went there. And so, you know, that's one of the things I've learned in coaching is every, every stop along the way is different. Every challenge is different. Um, every strength is different. Uh, and, and so it's, it's a, um, you know, what you have to do is you've got to get a really good assessment of your program, try to figure out, you know, what you can build on, try to address the weaknesses uh, in, in that particular program. And, and the great thing about, again, SMU and being in Texas is, you know, we were able to make those decisions much faster than we were other places. You know, we have a really good idea of, of who to recruit, how to recruit them, you know, what, what our strengths at SMU are. Uh, and what they're not. And so one of the things I learned from my dad, I think, is that, you know, you can't just walk in and throw a manual down and say, okay, here's how we're going to do it, you know, and here's how we did it at Ohio State or here's how we did it at Michigan or whatever uh, because you're going to have to do things differently at SMU than you, than you are at, at Michigan or Ohio State, and you're going to have to do them differently at Louisiana Tech than, than you had to at, at Texas Tech. And so, you know, you have, to, the, you have to adjust as a coach and you have to understand that, again, every situation is unique and different. And that was Sonny Dykes, head coach of Southern Methodist University, as the Mustangs were 7-6 and six in 2017. By the way, Navy was also 7-6 and six last year. Memphis was 10-3, and three. and again, Memphis faced off against UCF for the conference championship in the AAC, and UCF won that game and was 13-0. and 0. And arguably, I say arguably because it's kind of funny to say it, but they claimed a national championship in Orlando, and hey, they were the only team in all of college football to not lose a game in 2017. Now to 2018, and the media has come out with the preseason football poll for the American Athletic Conference. And no surprise, UCF is picked to be the leader of the conference once again. They're going to be the leader in the East. And according to the media, the predicted order of finish in the East Division of the AAC, UCF at one, followed by USF, Temple, Cincinnati, the Connecticut Huskies, and East Carolina brings up the bottom of the media's prediction for the AAC East division. To the West we go, and I kind of like last year, Memphis picked to be the leader of the AAC West division by the media, followed by the Houston Cougars, the midshipmen of Navy at three, SMU four, Tulane five, and Tulsa six. UCF got 25 first place votes memphis got 23 in the poll so i think big things are ahead if you're a fan of memphis in 2018 as mike norvell looks to keep keep that program going in the right direction they should have won that liberty bowl game against iowa state perfect opportunity home game essentially in memphis but they could not get it done but still a very good last few years with justin fuente at the helm now mike norvell 
for the Tigers of Memphis. This is the Y'all Show. When we come back, we'll turn our attention away from football and to the almost as exciting uh, and blood sport known as politics. We'll have a look at what happened in Georgia this week with Jim Galloway of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. He's going to be our guest and help help us kind of rewind back to Monday when he was on our show telling us all about the Republican primary for governor in the state of Georgia. You don't want to miss it. That's ahead on Y'all with John Rawl. What do you hear? Most people just hear an engine. We hear a 6.2 liter Hemi V8 with a supercharger that accelerates so fast, it'll suck the air out of your lungs and knock you back in your seat like you're an astronaut in a rocket ship hurtling through the stratosphere. But then again, we're not most people. We're the brotherhood of muscle. Dodge. Domestic. Not domesticated. Dodge is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. <sighs> Moving expenses. <sighs> There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. Geico presents unhelpful home improvement how-tos. An overflowing toilet can wreak havoc on your home. So today, I'll show you how to avoid a flood by installing the toilet in your bathtub. All you need is a plumber's wrench and a hose clamp. This easy modification not only stops flooding, it also cuts down on morning prep time. You could try to protect your home with a tub toilet, or you could get covered for personal property damage through the Geico Insurance Agency. Call Geico and see how affordable homeowners insurance can be. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no, that's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison, why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. We're back into y'all with John Rawl on a Friday. 
Friday, Friday, Friday. We're glad you could join us. And on the program, we feature politics. And on Monday of this week, we had Jim Galloway, the political pundit for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution and AJC, stop by and help us understand what was going on in the Peach State this week as they had a Republican primary on Tuesday. And in that primary, Brian Kemp defeated Lieutenant Governor Casey Cagle for the right to advance to the general election in November and face off against Stacey Abrams, the Democratic nominee for the governor of Georgia as Nathan Dill's term comes to an end in Georgia and who will be the next governor of Georgia. Well, the race between Cagle and Kemp went to this primary runoff and it was an ugly contest and it finally got settled in, in a big win. Brian Kemp knocked off Cagle and moves on to take on Abrams in November. On Monday of this week, we had Jim Galloway, the veteran political pundit for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. He was our special guest, and he helped us understand a bit more about the primary in Georgia. You could have a, a very, very solid cast of female candidates. You know, uh, of uh, you've already got Sarah Riggs Emiko in the lieutenant governor spot and Stacey Abrams in the gubernatorial spot. Uh, you could have it. Uh, you could have uh, two very serious uh, uh, women f uh, in the sixth and seventh district congressional races. Democrats, both of them, uh, against uh, running against Karen Handel in the sixth and uh, and uh, Rob Woodall in the in the seventh. And then you then you've got very strong uh, down ticket uh, women, especially in two PSC races that could give that could give Republicans fits. Hmm. So so it's it's. Uh, uh, it's going to be a, a unlike past years. This could be a very ex exciting November. Well, I, I'm not a fan of uh, harassing ex-wives, but I certainly don't need other <laughs> uh, other political campaigns out there, of which I don't even necessarily support anyway. Uh, trying to get someone who lives in a state two states away from Georgia to come vote for. Wait, well, okay, here, here's 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 a wild guess. Well, I'll bet you she still has her uh, her, her old Georgia area code number. Never lived in Georgia in her life. She's got a North Mississippi oh. North Mississippi prefix. As do I, by the way. So <laughs> I I don't know how that happened, but it made me mad because I think it's just wrong. But anyway, hey, politics is not necessarily something for the Boy Scouts of the world to be involved with. As Mao Zedong said, politics is not a tea party. <laughs> Good to talk to Jim Galloway there of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution and AJC.com as he helped us understand Georgia politics again on Tuesday night. A big win for Brian Kemp. In his primary runoff, he toppled Lieutenant Governor Casey Cagle and moves on to take on Stacey Abrams, the Democratic nominee for the state of Georgia in the governor's race. If Abrams somehow wins, she would be the first black female governor in the history of America. So a historic race for sure going on, if, especially if Abrams is somehow able to take over as governor. I don't think that's going to happen. Georgia's pretty red, but hey, she'll get people out to vote that you may not have normally had out voting in a governor's race. And it'll be, if you, if you think, the primary runoff was wacky and, and got a lot of attention. You're going to see even more, I, I think, if you live in Georgia between now and November. All right. Well, that wraps up hour one of the Y'all Show on a Friday. When we come back, we're going to get things going with our Friday free for y'all. Yeah, we'll have David Lee Murphy tunage. 
but will also give a proper 50th anniversary salute to the man in black as Folsom Prison Blues was the number one song in 1968 right now. And Johnny Cash is going to be feated here on the show when we come back after the break. Plus, we'll have our hashtag hullabaloo in an hour two. Plus, we'll get out of here with From Dixie With Love. This is The Y'all Show with John Rawl. Geico presents unhelpful home improvement how-tos. Lightning can spark a fire in seconds. So today, I'll show you how to protect your belongings by covering them in a fireproof blanket fort. All you need is a hammer, nails, and 700 fireproof blankets. Upon completion, you'll notice your apartment isn't just fireproof, it's also extremely cozy. You could try to protect your valuables with a fireproof blanket fort, or you could get covered for personal property damage through the Geico Insurance Agency. Go to geico.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. Ah, the sounds of summer. And this is the sound of summer skin being scratched because of the itching and irritation of what the season can bring. You need the fast relief of Cortisone 10 Intensive Healing Anti-Itch Cream. Unlike regular lotions, Cortisone 10 relieves itch and irritation with 1% hydrocortisone, the strongest non-prescription itch medicine, plus seven healing moisturizers. Cortisone 10 makes summer sound fun again. Cortisone 10. Feel the heal. Use as directed. There's never been a better time to try our Sprint network. We have to find a way to tell everyone. Atlas is here to help. Because now we have our new Unlimited Plus plan. It has Hulu and all the TV and movies you love. Title Premium, Music Streaming, 15 gigabytes mobile hotspot, and Full HD. All on the network built for Unlimited at the best price. Exactly. We need to shout this deal from the rooftops. You got it. Atlas, I didn't mean literally. Sprint's new Unlimited Plus plan. Best deal ever. Switch to Sprint's Unlimited Plus plan for just $42 per line. But hurry, for a limited time, it's now $22 per line when you bring or buy your own phones. Visit a Sprint store, sprint.com slash unlimited, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1. Price with $5 per month auto pay discount. One Hulu limited commercials plan per Sprint account. Features differ. Offer coverage not available everywhere. Excludes taxes, fees, and roaming. Requires new line subject to credit. Third dollar activation fee speed. Maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply. It's the Y'all Show on a Friday, hour two. Glad you could join us. This is John Rawl, and it's time now for Party Crown from David Lee Murphy. She couldn't keep from crying when she told me goodbye. But I knew the Lord, it was breaking her heart, that she was breaking mine. So for the sake of her feelings and the sake of my pride, I told her not to worry about me. So I'm sitting here soaking up the neon lights, misery looking for some company. And tonight I'm looking for a party crowd, slamming the back and laughing out loud with the smoke so thick, the blues can't hang around. With the jukebox jumping like it just don't care If they're dancing over here or fighting over there I'm making the rounds Looking for a party crowd 
down golly but a good song for the summer a good song for the middle of the winter frankly david lee murphy party crowd on the y'all show with john rawl oh man i love that song especially on a friday evening on a friday afternoon getting ready for a big weekend and hopefully you all are getting ready for your own big weekend no matter what that's in you know the plans are in tow for that hey maybe going to the week maybe going to the lake the beach some of you like to go to the mountains and i don't blame you uh just getting together with family going to a restaurant maybe you're doing absolutely nothing sometimes that's the best summertime activity just just absolutely sit in the air conditioning and do nothing get a get the load off your feet kick up relax cut on some good music cut on the y'all show maybe also cut on the tv and see what's going on in the world if that if that's up up your alley sometimes that's not worth a hoot and luckily you got the y'all show to get you through david lee murphy music continues now dust on the bottom trio williams they lived down a dirt road he made homemade wine like nobody i know Dropped by one Friday night and said, can you help me, Creole? I got a little girl waiting on me and I, I want to trade her right. He said, I got what you need, son, as we step down in the cellar. He reached through the cobweb as he turned on the light. He said, there might be a little dust on the bottom, but don't let it fool you about what's inside. A little dust on the bottom But it's one of those things It gets sweeter with time You were sitting in the porch swing As I pulled up the driveway 
My old heart was racing as you climbed inside You stayed over there close as me Drove down to the lake road Watched the sun fade in that big red sky I reached down to the front seat and said Now here's something special It's just been waiting for a night like tonight There might be a little dust on the bottom But don't let it fool you about what's inside There might be a little dust on the bottom But it's one of those things that gets sweeter with time Dust on the Bottle from David Lee Murphy. That song spent two weeks atop the charts back in 1995. Well, the final song on our montage, uh, three-pack of great songs on a Friday, comes from Johnny Cash. Folsom Prison Blues was originally a song on Sun Records for Johnny. It came out in 1956 and went all the way to number four on the chart. Well, in 1968, Johnny went into the prison and recorded this song again as a live version. And in 1968, this song was number one right now. It was atop the chart for four weeks, and it won Johnny the Grammy's Male Vocalist Award and a big-time song for him that followed Rosanna's Going Wild, and it was the song between that one and Daddy Sang Bass. So a couple of really good songs from Johnny Cash in the 1968 time period. Why did Johnny win the Grammy Award? Well, I think it's because this is a live performance. Usually live performances don't win Grammys. But how many songs in country music start out like this one does? Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. I hear the train a-coming, it's rolling around a bend And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when I'm stuck in Folsom Prison and time keeps dragging on But that train keeps a-rolling on down the San Antonio When I was just a baby, my mama told me, son Always be a good boy, don't ever play with guns But I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die When I hear that whistle blowing, I hang my head and cry 
Vitae's rich folks eating from a fancy dining car. They're probably drinking coffee and smoking big cigars. Well, I know I had it coming. I know I can't be free. But those people keep a moving, and that's what tortures me. me from this prison if that railroad train was mine I bet I'd move it on a little farther down the line far from Folsom prison that's where I want to stay and I'd let that lonesome whistle blow my blues away From July 1968, it was atop the chart for four weeks. Folsom Prison Blues from Johnny Cash and a good song there. Woo, man, that is classic country music. Now, I was looking up something about this song, getting ready for today's Y'all Show, and I actually discovered the Tennessee Three was the name of Johnny's backup group. And... I was reading about them. You know, Johnny got started in Memphis. He was in the Air Force and then got out, went back to the Memphis area. Sometimes in life, sometimes in business, things just kind of happen, okay? And there was a fellow named Luther Perkins, who was a member of the Tennessee Three, who really, his connection to Johnny Cash was because of Perkins working at an automobile company in Memphis as a mechanic and at that same dealership, Johnny's older brother worked there too. And, and his older brother, Roy Cash Sr., was the service manager at this Memphis car dealership and introduced the two. And a couple other people got together and helped form this band. And, and next thing you know, they're recording. And people like Luther Perkins from Como, Mississippi is going from working at a car dealership to, to being on stage with Johnny Cash and a career is born. It's just it's just crazy how things in life sometimes happen. By the way, Perkins helped create Johnny's signature boom chicka boom style of guitar playing. And Johnny's music, by the way, was kind of a combination of railroads, the railroad sound and the prison sound. And, and Perkins helped create that with his rockabilly style guitar playing. Very, 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 very uh, interesting to hear about the background of our, of our great legends in country music and the people that were around them. Johnny Cash and Folsom Prison Blues, 50 years ago on the chart at Top It for four weeks. This is the Y'all Show on a Friday. When we come back, we'll move over to our hashtag hullabaloo. You don't want to miss it. It's all social media madness coming your way next on the Y'all Show. Ah, the sounds of summer. And this is the sound of summer skin being scratched because of the itching and irritation of what the season can bring. You need the fast relief of Cortisone 10 Intensive Healing Anti-Itch Cream. 
Unlike regular lotions, Cortisone 10 relieves itch and irritation with 1% hydrocortisone, the strongest non-prescription itch medicine, plus seven healing moisturizers. Cortisone 10 makes summer sound fun again. Cortisone 10. Feel the heal. Use as directed. There's never been a better time to try our Sprint network. We have to find a way to tell everyone. Atlas is here to help. Because now we have our new Unlimited Plus plan. It has Hulu and all the TV and movies you love. Title Premium Music Streaming, 15 gigabytes mobile hotspot, and full HD. All on the network built for Unlimited at the best price. Exactly. We need to shout this deal from the rooftops. You got it. Atlas, I didn't mean literally. Sprint's new Unlimited Plus plan. Best deal ever. Switch to Sprint's Unlimited Plus plan for just $42 per line. But hurry, for a limited time, it's now $22 per line when you bring or buy your own phones. Visit a Sprint store, sprint.com slash unlimited, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1. Price with $5 per month auto pay discount. One Hulu limited commercials plan per Sprint account. Features differ. Offer coverage not available everywhere. Excludes taxes, fees, and roaming. Requires new line subject to credit and third dollar activation fee speed. Maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply. Well, the clock's running out on y'all for another week. Welcome back to Hour 2, and we're getting through Hour 2 on this Friday with John Rawl. This is the Y'all Show, the show all about the South. At Y'all Show on Twitter is how you can reach us. And on the program, we like to have fun periodically with our hashtag hullabaloo, where we look at social media and get inspiration, a deep-fried dose of Southern madness on social media is hashtag hullabaloo and on hullabaloo we now started out with a tweet from neek mac at n-i-q-u-e mac on twitter got a picture of some students with a couple of textbooks out trying to teach the hondurans some southern slang hashtag y'all isn't that funny? People come to our country, and if they want to really blend in and learn our language, well, yeah, you need to learn y'all. It just makes sense. Now, I don't know what y'all translate to in Spanish. I don't know what it translates to in German or French or any other language. You pick it. But in, in America and in the American South, it's the perfect word. And we hope that this is the perfect show, the y'all show. And Hondurans coming across the border into America, yeah, learn y'all. You'll fit right in. And if you want to really fit in, we've got some really good y'all hats you can try out. Go to y'all.com, by the way, and see our lineup of y'all branded hats. That would look good in Honduras or in, let's see, Houston. Honduras, Houston. I'm trying to think of towns that start with an H in the southeast. Uh Ah, Houston's good. There, there's a couple of different Houstons in the, in the states. Uh, I know there's a Houston, Mississippi. I think there's a Houston in Tennessee. And, of course, there's one in Texas, in case you didn't know. Watchama on Twitter has got something to say. At Watchama underscore mag. Connie Britton will appear on Nashville CMT's final episode this Thursday. Proof this is a screenshot of the promo. And I don't watch 
Nashville on CMT. I didn't watch it. I think it was on ABC prior to that. But I know they had a controversy last year. They they did some moving around of characters from what little I know. And again, I, I have not seen it ever, actually. But from what I know, something happened with one of the characters. And when that happened, someone I know who does watch the program said, well, that's just the sign there. This show's coming to an end. <laughs> I guess it's a recurring thing that happens in soap operas that people that really get into soap operas and shows like Nashville could see the end coming with that. So if, if you if you watch the show religiously and you you probably know what I'm talking about. So Nashville is coming to an end and not not the city, not the city and, and not CMT. CMT is not coming to an end, but the show which has been on for years now which is a success all tv shows essentially other than some of the animated shows you see on fox though those shows have been going on for 30 years but shows that involve real people yeah they they come to an end ultimately whether it's mash or jerry springer or even nashville on cmt coming to an end uh, are you going to be able to handle it <laughs> other stories on hashtag hullabaloo to pass along here thank you watch a mile for letting us know all about the end of nashville on cmt samantha beck at samantha underscore b-e-c-k-k is the twitter account just ate a meal of local peaches sweet corn and watermelon being an organic farmer in summertime is the bee's knees, y'all. <laughs> Samantha, uh, organic farmer in the summer, that's got to be tough. If you know anything about organic farming, farming, and I, I know very little, but I do know a little because I come from a farming family. My family are big-time vegetable farmers. I'm the only one not farming in my family. I probably should be farming. I probably should be farming and making a whole lot more money than I do now because that's that's what my family does. <laughs> but I know that my family, who historically, like most farmers, has they've used pesticides and they've done everything they can to make their products look as good and taste as good as possible. And that usually doesn't mean organic. Organic products, while the concept seems very nice and the end result you hope is nice i'm sorry most times organic food just just does not look good you might be helping a bird somewhere not get sick <laughs> and i'm being facetious but if you compare apples to oranges with organic food you'll see oftentimes the products that use pesticides or other non-organic methods just look better, taste better, and they don't cost twice as much. And another little dirty secret, a lot of people claim to use or have organic products, and they're not. It's a lie. So if you're into organic farming, good for you, but I'm telling you, 
it, to quote Samantha, it ain't all bees knees. But if you are kind of a hobby farmer and you want to do the organic route, then sure, go for it. But I sometimes the fertilizers and pesticides and all that used in farming, they, they're there for a purpose. And, and as long as people aren't dying and getting sick, I don't see what the harm is. Okay, that's my opinion. Now to Texchasm. Texchasm on Twitter, T-E-X-T-K-A-S-M. And this was, I referenced this earlier in the program. We, we were bragging about how Coca-Cola, of course, headquartered in Georgia and Atlanta. The world of Coke Museum is an uh, unbelievable place to go visit. Pepsi-Cola is from North Carolina. And if I'm not mistaken, it even has some kind of connection to South Carolina. They love to brag in, in the Carolinas, Pepsi, the taste born in the, in the Carolinas. Pretty neat. Atlanta born was the birthplace of Coke, but a lot of southern cities like Vicksburg, Mississippi, I think Chattanooga, all were very early parts of the Coca-Cola equation. They were all early bottlers that I know, and maybe some other cities in the South had something Coca-Cola related in the very early stages. If you know anything about soft drink history, both Coke and Pepsi actually were kind of a pharmaceutical concoction to help people with ailments. And then it got turned into a soft drink that people like to just drink for, for the fun of it, like, like I do. And I'm not sure Coke and Pepsi aren't going to be my downfall one day. I love them so much that I can't go into a restaurant. Perhaps you're the same way. And if I don't get my fill of sweet tea, I'm loading it up with Coca-Cola. But oftentimes, and I'm going to tell you a little secret that I've just recently learned in the last year. <laughs> I love tea. I love Coke. I, I usually prefer Coke because you know what it's supposed to taste like. Not all restaurants have good tea. So I generally go in a restaurant and I'll order a Coke. But I've recently discovered, especially in the summertime, that when you leave and you get that to-go Coke or to-go tea or whatever to-go drink of choice, I may have had Coke during the meal, but I switch over to a half-and-half half tea as I depart. And the reason is simple. As much as I love Coke, I don't like Coke or Mountain Dew or Sprite an hour later in a cup, in a to-go cup. Because the ice melting really makes it taste bad. It tastes like water, bad water. However, if you get tea, sweet, unsweet, or half and half like I get it, hour later, five hours later, even the next day, that tea's going to taste good. It's going to taste fine. And if it's not cool enough for you, you can go get a couple of extra ice cubes, stick in there, and it will taste just as good as it did the day before. <laughs> so a deep secret, a deep, dirty secret. And I'm telling you here on the Y'all Show, this is the kind of stuff Sean Hannity's not going to tell you. Rush Limbaugh will never take time out on his show to tell you 
these great industry trade secrets. Dave Ramsey can't do this kind of stuff, but we can here on y'all because we're Southern and we're proud of it. And get that to, eat, to, to go tea now when you leave a place. By the way, I tried to do this. I'm gonna pick on Subway. I'm gonna give them praise because it was Subway that was the featured advertiser for Happy Gilmore in his great mid-1990s movie. Remember, he got a sponsorship from Subway that gave him enough money to buy his grandmother her house back. <laughs> what an awesome movie. I had a chance to see that this week for like the 20th time, by the way. But Subway has, I know Happy Gilmore helped give them attention. But I think the reason Subway has survived all these years since Happy Gilmore isn't because of their great food. They know how to pinch a penny. And the thing that they pinch pennies the most at at Subway franchises across the South and across the country, and I've found this in just about every Subway I've ever been to, it's like pulling teeth to get a napkin from Subway. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. They give you usually two napkins, and buddy, that's all you're getting, and they don't keep those napkins anywhere around for you to be able to go back and get more. You've got to go ask for them. And oftentimes they're like hidden away in some vault behind the counter. And last night I went to a Subway, and some of their sandwiches are quite messy. And I needed a napkin. And there was only one person working and she had a customer. I had to wait about seven minutes to get extra napkins. And that made me mad. I mean, I, are napkins that much of a commodity and a valued commodity that they just can't leave a few out for the general public at Subway? They're the, they're the worst violators of the napkin principle that I know of. Perhaps you know of other places that are pretty stingy on napkins but man I love a good napkin and I'm not going to say subways are the most comfortable napkins but at least they're a napkin or I'd settle for a paper towel but when you have nothing uh, I could have used my shirt I guess <laughs> or somebody else's but I just had to wait I had to deal with it okay now getting back to Texcasm's gif that Texcasm had on Twitter. And again, this goes back to where I was bragging on Coke and Pepsi earlier being Southerners. Well, Texas is the home of Dr. Pepper. Can you believe it? Another Southern soft drink born in the South. Dr. Pepper, in this case, born in Texas. Plano, Texas, to be exact. Dr. Pepper Snapple Group is the name of the American soft drink company that's based in Plano. Well, Texans are very proud of the Dr. Pepper history in the, in the, in the Lone Star State. And I just saw this pyramid of someone who had great Texas pride. And I gotta share it with you. It's the GIF Texans hierarchy of needs. And it's like a food pyramid. It's got four elements to it. The Texans 
hierarchy of needs. At the bottom of the four is freedom. Texans love their freedom, but it's, it's at the bottom. Above freedom on the second step of four, steaks and barbecue. <laughs> uh, that's, that's funny. That's funny. Steaks and barbecue above freedom. Above steaks and barbecue in Texan, in the Texans' hierarchy of needs, guns. And leading the way atop the Texans' hierarchy of needs, drum roll. Da -da 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 -da. The eyes of Texas are upon you. Leading the way atop the Texans' hierarchy of needs, Dr. Pepper! Yes, they love Dr. Pepper. And that is, according to this GIF, the leading thing for Texans. In a drink started by pharmacist Charles Alderton in Waco, Texas, in the 1880s and marketed across the country starting in 1904. Texas loves Dr. Pepper. We also know that they like Big Red, too. We learned that the other week from Matt Hermans. But Texas and Dr. Pepper atop the Texans' hierarchy of needs. Thank you, Texchasm, for that. Mona Strona Media, at Mona Strona on Twitter. You know you're from Texas when your autocorrect changes tall to y'all. <laughs> Now, mine doesn't do that. I need to find out what you did, Mona Strona. You know you're from Texas when your autocorrect changes from tall to y'all. Hey, I'll keep that in mind. Holly Cox on Twitter, at Holly K. Cox. I have a strange appreciation for the Florabama Shore cast and their use of the word y'all. Like, y'all are speaking my language for real. <laughs> Is there, I guess there's a reality show called Florabama Shore. Yeah, I think I've seen it somewhere, and thankfully I have not watched it. But Holly on Twitter has noticed the appreciation and the y'allness going on, Florabama Shore. Ryan in NC, at Ryan underscore in NC on Twitter. He writes, these summer southern storms keep producing out of the park home run sunsets keep them coming and he's got a great picture there of a sunset with a storm that's just passed by and he's absolutely right it, late afternoon late evening just before the sun sets can be an absolutely gorgeous norman rockwell type event in the southeast and maybe you can share your picture on twitter with us here at the y'all show at y'all show of your Summer Southern Storm Producing Home Run Sunsets. Senator Sally on Twitter, at Senator Sally, S period, M period. Is ranch American or Southern asking for a friend? And I assume that Senator Sally's talking about ranch dressing, I guess. Uh, I don't like ranch dressing. Personally, I'm more of a French or honey mustard kind of guy. But I don't think of it as either American or Southern. But maybe you know, and maybe you can share with Senator Sally your thoughts on whether ranch is American or, or perhaps Southern. But um, 
it's good. Uh, I know some people like to use ranch with like chicken wings and such, and that's a, a good option to have if you're if you're in the chicken wing mindset. Finally, on our hashtag color blue for today, Cajun to go. That's a good name. Cajun the number two go G E A U X three one eight on Twitter, and they got a beautiful picture here of a item they're about to devour: braised spice pear glazed pork chops with roasted vegetables over jalapeno and bacon collard greens topped with green onion cornbread crumbles. Cajun to go. You were, you were, you're the bee's knees. That is delicious. And I've never seen bacon collard greens. I've, I've had collard greens. I grew up on a collard green farm, but not really with bacon more of a fat back kind of guy normally whenever I've had collards. And as I've said before, try collards with ketchup sometime. I think, I think you'll find that that's a delicious combination. Not cold ketchup though, make sure it's room temperature. Get it right out of the grocery store and, and put it on your collards and or mustard green or turnips too. You could try it that way. But bacon, now I love bacon. And I bet you that is a delicious combination with, with your greens, bacon and greens. And then you got the cornbread crumbles, and that looks delicious. Now, that almost seems illegal because cornbread is so darn good on its own that I just don't know crumbling it up is a good idea. I, 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 will, I like to keep it whole, keep it together. And then you got the glazed pork chops with a little bit of pear. Mm and roasted vegetables. What a terrific combination from Cajun to go. Go look it up on Twitter, at Cajun, the number two, G-E-A-U-X 318. You'll see what I'm talking about, and you'll do your best take on what Cajun to go's put on the social media stratosphere with this delicious braised spice pear glazed pork chop with roasted vegetables over jalapeno and bacon collard greens topped with green onion cornbread crumbles. My, 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 man. Now, when McDonald's starts having that kind of food, then we know we're, we're set for life. But unfortunately, I don't think Mickey D's is going to go that route anytime soon. <laughs> Maybe Popeye's, though. And Cajun to go, I know, probably likes a good Popeye's chicken and gumbo and, and red beans and rice that they have, too. Well, the Y'all Show will wrap up in the next segment. We'll have from Dixie with Love. We'll also take a quick look at the movies going on this weekend and Major League Baseball action. This is the Y'all Show with John Rawls. What do you hear? Most people just hear an engine. We hear a 6.2-liter Hemi V8 with a supercharger that accelerates so fast, it'll suck the air out of your lungs and knock you back in your seat like you're an astronaut in a rocket ship hurtling through the stratosphere. But then again, we're not most people. We're the Brotherhood of Muscle. Dodge. Domestic. Not domesticated. Dodge is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. Uh, moving expenses. 
There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. Geico presents unhelpful home improvement how-tos. An overflowing toilet can wreak havoc on your home. So today, I'll show you how to avoid a flood by installing the toilet in your bathtub. All you need is a plumber's wrench and a hose clamp. This easy modification not only stops flooding, it also cuts down on morning prep time. You could try to protect your home with a tub toilet, or you could get covered for personal property damage through the Geico Insurance Agency. Call Geico and see how affordable homeowners insurance can be. We first opened about 10 years ago. We were, we were small, just a few of us, but it was exciting. I always dreamt of having my own business. It was kind of slow at first, but things started picking up. We had big plans, but in our wildest dreams, we never, never thought we'd have this much work. Yeah, with so many businesses caught off guard by the storm, Reed Waste Management has never been busier. What will become of your business after a disaster? Nearly two-thirds of businesses aren't prepared for an emergency, and 40% of businesses that experience a disaster never recover. Make an emergency plan now, before it's too late. For a free online tool that helps you develop an emergency plan to keep your business up and running should disaster strike, visit ready.gov forward slash business. Brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency, the American Red Cross, and the Ad Council. Got my time card here with me, and I'm ready to punch that clock. Yeah, it is the last segment on a Friday. This is the Y'all Show with General John Raw. Glad you could be with us for another rip-roaring week of fun on the program All About the South. Again, our Twitter account is at Y'all Show, and you can give us a ring, 803-816-1170. And on the Y'all Show, we're going to now talk about, in our From Dixie With Love segment here this week, new movies. And how about Tom Cruise? He's got his sixth Mission Impossible movie debuting this weekend. It's called Mission Impossible Fallout, another action-adventure thriller, as Ethan Hunt is back at it in a race against time after a mission gone wrong. Wow. I've seen... Some of the other Mission Impossible movies with Tom Cruise and 
if this one holds up like those, it should be a fun summertime hit for Tom Cruise, who's still going. Again, this is the sixth Mission Impossible movie with Tom Cruise, and that is out right now. Finally, this is one for the kiddies. Teen Titans Go to the Movies. And that's out today. And this is an animated film with the stars Will Arnett, Kristen Bell, and Moores. Their voices are lended to this Teen Titans Go to the Movies out this weekend as well. And that's what's happening in brand new films at the box office now to Major League Baseball. Who all's going where this weekend? The Rays will be in Baltimore facing off against the very, very bad Baltimore Orioles. The Royals will be in the Bronx taking on New York. The New York Mets will be at Pitt as the Pirates will be welcoming in the Shea Stadium Mets. Also, Cincinnati's hosting the Philadelphia Phillies for a series. The Marlins have the Nats in South Florida. The Atlanta Braves and the Los Angeles Dodgers get together at SunTrust Park. The Texas Rangers are having their Lone Star State showdown in Houston against the Astros. Another big clash of rivals. St. Louis is hosting the Chicago Cubs in St. Louis this weekend. And finally, in Major League Baseball action, you've got the San Diego Padres welcoming in the Arizona D-backs to Southern California this weekend. That's Major League Baseball action. The boys on the fast track, well, they'll be up and going this weekend. Up north, they'll be at Pocono in the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series at Pocono. That race will be Sunday at 2.30 Eastern on NBC Sports Network. And NASCAR will be at Watkins Glen next weekend as they have their race to the playoffs in NASCAR. And that's a look at what's going on sports-wise. Golf, they'll be up in Canada this weekend. This is kind of a dead time in golf since they just had the Open Championship. But they're getting ready on the PGA Tour for the PGA Championship. And all that's going to be readjusted. I don't know if you heard, but next year the calendar's shifting a bit where I think the PGA is going to be in like May, PGA Championship, something usually held in August, moved it up. And the Memphis tournament, the St. Jude Classic, is going to get a bigger status in 2018. And there may be some other changes that I'm not familiar with also on the PGA Tour for 2018-19 season. But golfers in Canada this weekend for the Canadian Open. Well, that is the end of the Y'all Show for this week. I want to thank you again for tuning us in and listening to us. We appreciate your input. We appreciate you taking the time out to listen to our all-Southern show. And we'll be back here on Monday to get you through another week. We'll have a big emphasis on Tennessee politics as the volunteer state is having their primary in early August. And it is getting a little tense in Tennessee. Tennessee tense. Yeah, that's going on. We'll have a report on that, plus all the other college sports news that you need to know. And NFL teams now in camp. We'll have information on that and so much more. Have a wonderful start to your weekend. We'll see you here on Monday on the Y'all Show. Enjoy from Dixie with love. We'll see you Monday. Have a great one. I'm John Rawl, signing off.
Echo presents unhelpful home improvement how-tos. Lightning can spark a fire in seconds. So today, I'll show you how to protect your belongings by covering them in a fireproof blanket fort. All you need is a hammer, nails, and 700 fireproof blankets. Upon completion, you'll notice your apartment isn't just fireproof, it's also extremely cozy. You could try to protect your valuables with a fireproof blanket fort, or you could get covered for personal property damage through the GEICO Insurance Agency. Go to GEICO.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. Ah, the sounds of summer. And this is the sound of summer skin being scratched because of the itching and irritation of what the season can bring. You need the fast relief of Cortisone 10 Intensive Healing Anti-Itch Cream. Unlike regular lotions, Cortisone 10 relieves itch and irritation with 1% hydrocortisone, the strongest non-prescription itch medicine, plus seven healing moisturizers. Cortisone 10 makes summer sound fun again. Cortisone 10. Feel the heal. Use as directed. There's never been a better time to try our Sprint network. We have to find a way to tell everyone. Atlas is here to help. Because now we have our new Unlimited Plus plan. It has Hulu and all the TV and movies you love. Title Premium Music Streaming, 15 gigabytes mobile hotspot, and full HD. All on the network built for Unlimited at the best price. Exactly. We need to shout this deal from the rooftops. You got it. Atlas, I didn't mean literally. Sprint's new Unlimited Plus plan. Best deal ever. Switch to Sprint's Unlimited Plus plan for just $42 per line. But hurry, for a limited time, it's now $22 per line when you bring or buy your own phones. Visit a Sprint store, sprint.com slash unlimited, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1. Price with $5 per month auto pay discount. One Hulu limited commercials plan per Sprint account. Features differ. Offer coverage not available everywhere. Excludes taxes, fees, and roaming. Requires new lines subject to credit and third dollar activation fee speed. Maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny I up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council.